This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. A good Nerev Shabbos. Hope everyone is well. I'd like to wish everyone a Ksiva Chasim a good Keben Shior. As we approach and get ready <coughs> for the Yom Tev Rosh Hashanah, it's right around the corner. The Torah in this week's parish perhaps gives us something to think about, something to set the stage for the Yom Adin. Many people are always wondering, asking, seeking, what can I do? What perhaps is something that I can do this year to ensure, to help ensure that I have a good year? Is there something that we can do? Is there something that we can change? Is there something that we can work on that perhaps will give us a good chance, as best as we can, to have a different type of year than perhaps we had last year, to have a, a more year of bracha, a year of shalom, a year of happiness. What could we do? And I believe the answer lies in this week's parasha. This week's parasha, the Torah tells us, Atem hayoyim. Today you are all standing. We know the famous Zayar HaKadosh. The Zayar HaKadosh says that the word hayoyim is referring to Rosh Hashanah. So the Torah is basically telling us about a bris, a treaty that Moshe Rabbeinu made with the Jewish people many years ago, but it's really referencing Rosh Hashanah. And what does it Moshe Rabbeinu tell the people? Hayoyim kulchem, you're all standing. Lefnei Hashem alekechem, you're all standing in front of Hashem. Roshechem shiftechem, then the Torah goes on and goes through each group of people. The dignitaries and then the low water carrier, all types of people. Call Ish Yisrael. What is the Torah telling us over here? The Torah is telling us that perhaps our greatest success for the Yom Adin, our best way to succeed and to get what we want in the Yom Adin is to remind ourselves that we're kulchen. And to remind ourselves that we're all part of Klai Yisrael. And to remind ourselves that we all have a role to play. Rabbi Saul Salanter <clears throat> said a beautiful marshal to explain Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah said that it was a very, very expensive, very pricey hotel. A, an enormous amount of money for one night. And there was one very, very wealthy man, extremely wealthy fellow, who was staying in that hotel. <clears throat> and it was known, it was, everyone knew that this was a very, very, very expensive hotel, top of the line expense hotel. And this fellow, this wealthy man, sees a friend of his from his younger years, and he knew this fellow was not wealthy at all. He knew this fellow was not a wealthy man by any stretch of the imagination. So he asked him, how long are you staying in the hotel? He said, I've been here for years. He said, what? This hotel, I can barely afford one night, it's so expensive, and I'm a big hotshot. How are you staying here for so long? He said, because I'm the manager of the hotel. I'm here to help everyone else. So not only am I allowed to stay for free, they even pay me, because I'm here to help. Sereb Yisrael Salanta, we all have, we all are staying in this world, or we want to stay in this world, but it's not cheap. It's not cheap to live in this world. Like Baruch Hu. It's a big, big, a lot of money we got to pay to be here. So says it be so slant, but if you're a manager, what does it mean to be a manager? You're helping other people. If you're here, not just for yourself, you're not just living for yourself, you're living for others. You're here to do for others. You're here to be there for others. Says it be so slant, then you get to stay here for free. And now you get to stay for free, they even pay you for your services. So perhaps that's what the Torah is telling us in the beginning of this week's parish. If we want to have some form of, of uh, ability for the next year, we have to ask ourselves, am I a manager? Am I helping? Am I here just for myself? Or am I here for other people? The more we make ourselves um, part of Kalah well, the more we're here for others, and not just living for ourselves, the more essential we become. And the more essential we become, the more difficult it is for Kalah Baruch Hu to take, away, for, to take us away, because we're too important. Too many people are affected by our lives. Someone once asked about Vigda Miller, 
What's the best way to prepare for Rosh Hashanah? And Rabbi Vigdor Miller told him to smile. So the fellow said, with all due respect, we're talking about Rosh Hashanah over here. What do you mean smile? It's because when you smile, you make someone feel good. And he gave another marshal, beautiful marshal. Gave a marshal where someone owns stores, chains of stores. And every once in a while, he has to take stock of how all the stores are doing. So some stores are doing better than others. Some stores are not doing well and therefore they have to cancel and close the stores or limit the amount of workers or shuffle workers around. Some stores have too much produce, some have not enough. So, so Rabbi Vigdor Miller said one of the stores, they have to cut back on their workers. It wasn't producing enough. And the question was, which worker is going to be laid off? And they said, don't lay off this worker. They said, why? They because he's the one that the, all the customers like. He's so friendly. He's so outgoing. He makes the customers feel at home. He's essential to the store. You get rid of him, the store might, might as well close already. And therefore, the owner decided not to get rid of him. Said Rabbi Vigdor Miller, it's the same thing with us. Every year, Rosh Hashanah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes stock of all his stores. He takes stock of his entire world and he starts shifting. Do I need this? Do I need this? A little less of this, a little less. Someone's going, someone's coming. But Hashem says, no, I can't get rid of this person. He's too essential. He makes so many people happy. He brings simcha to so many people's lives. He's an essential worker, right? We all learned that word you know, during the pandemic. Essential workers were at a different level, right? So we have to make ourselves essential. We have to be essential to Kala Yisrael. We have to make it that we're too important, we're too significant for the Kalal. And if HaKadosh Baruch looks at us and says, no, I can't, this person is needed. He's an essential worker. He's, an, he's, he's what makes the world go round. And there's so many different ways we can make ourselves essential. Obviously, the more we do for the Kalal, doing for others, not just living for ourselves, realizing, like the Pasuk tells us, there's so many different groups of Kalal Yisrael, how we can make a difference, how we can help. And sometimes, as Rabbi Vigna Miller pointed out, <coughs> it's just a smile, a friendly face, cheer up someone up, make them feel good, listening ear. All these things don't cost any money. They take maybe a little bit of time. But you can really make yourself essential. And with that, we feel much more comfortable. We feel like we're bringing something to the table to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But I think there's another message over here. You know, in current events right now, one of the big things that are going on is the the passing of the Queen of England and eventually the new king will take over. I don't think it's by chance that this happens right around Rosh Hashanah time. The whole world is so obsessed right now, or was in the beginning of the week, with England and the monarchy and the king and the queen. This is all just a muscle for us. We're supposed to remind ourselves that we also have a massive king. And we're going to coronate, we're going we're gonna to be mamlichim on this, on, on Sunday night, Monday. We're going to bring him in as our king. And we're all under his rulership. Uh, much more significant than the queen or the future king of England. But it's just to remind the world that look around. See, look what they're doing in another country. They're so obsessed and they're so focused. And people stood on lines just to pass her, her coffin. And people are waiting on lines to see. And there's going to be such a hoopla when finally the new king. It's a big deal. And we have the opportunity every single year to be mamlech HaKadosh Baruch Hu We bring in, we usher in Hashem's kingship. And we remind ourselves that we're all soldiers of his army. He is the Melech and we're all chosen for different purposes, not the same, we're all different. Like the Torah reminds us in this week's parasha, we're different. We have some ziknecha, we have some shift, we have some shaytrechem, and we have even some chaytevetzecha, shaytvemecha. We all have different roles. But our roles don't, don't define who we are. Our roles are just our fulfillment of our tachlis in this world. We're all here to serve the melech. HaKadosh Baruch our melech. Just like every country has multiple parts to, to their defense, they have the army, the navy, well, everyone's doing a different role. One was more important than the other. They're all here to serve and protect the country. We're all here to serve. 
and to bring glory to HaKadosh Baruch Our job in this world is to fill out whatever our purpose is. It's not the same as the guy next door. We all have a different tafkir HaChaim. But the, the common denominator in all of ours is that we're here to serve. And more than just to serve the king, we're here to proclaim the king. We want to express, we want to show in the world the greatness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And every act that we do and everything that we do should say, Ah, it's amazing what the Jewish people are doing. And not when people say, Oh, those Jews. We have a responsibility. We're going to be Mamlich the king. Not just the king of a country, not just the king of a country that really has not that much power today, but just a position. We're going to be Mamlich, Melech, Malachi, Hamlachim, the king of all kings, the one who's going to decide. What type of year the world will have? What type of year we will have? What type of year our families will have? We have to stop and think about it as we get closer and closer to the Imadin. Yes, we now know that we got to make ourselves essential, but we also have to realize what it's all about. What does it mean to be Mamlech HaKadosh Baruch? What does it mean that we're accepting him as our Melech? And he's accepting us as his, so to say, servants, his Avadah, but we're all part of one team. And our job and our mission statement has to be to bring Kavoy Shemayim in this world and everything that we do and every act and every time we talk, and every, every business interaction, it's a proclamation of Hashem's malchus. It's a proclamation of how great Hashem is, and not chas v'shalom, the opposite. Not chas v'shalom, that something we're saying makes people look down upon our melech, and chas v'shalom down upon Kala Yisrael. Hashem, we should learn the lesson from this week's parasha, appreciate our individuality, realize our own specific kids, and make ourselves essential workers. When we become essential workers, like the name implies, we're essential, we're too important. Mr. Shemakosh Baruch should give us all a year, a year, of, a year full of bracha, a year full of shalom, a year of happiness, sasing, besimcha, besoyrus, tovis, wonderful and only good news, a year of health for everyone, a year of parnasa, a year for shaduchim, and for children, and for nachas, a year of only good. We shouldn't have to hear of sorrow and tragedy. Akash Baruch should give us a year that, that gives us only simcha. And with that, we should be zeichet to the ultimate simcha, the day of real joy, the arrival of Mashiach, have a wonderful Shabbos and a good Kibbetz year.